Hey there, Starshine. Welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Daniel, Psychic Medium. So happy you are here because we are going to be talking about my new favorite holiday, the Day of the Dead. So maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you celebrated a little bit. Maybe you have no clue. Doesn't matter where you're at because we are going to have some fun. I am going to be going over what it is, where it came from, why you should be celebrating this, how you celebrate this, and then I'm going to end with some interesting facts and maybe some tips and tricks so you can really make the most out of this holiday. Once I learned about what this holiday truly was, I'm like, oh my God, how is everyone on earth not celebrating this? This is something everybody should be freaking celebrating, no matter what your religion is, no matter what. This is a beautiful freaking holiday, and I cannot wait to share everything that I have learned with you. So let's get started right now. Alrighty. So the Day of the Dead is technically November 1st and November 2nd. That is how most of us know the Day of the Dead. But technically, November 1st is known as the Day of Little angels. And this is when children who have passed on get to come back home and be with their family who is still living. Then on November 2nd, all the rest of the souls, you know, family members that have passed on get to have their turn and then come back and be with their families on November 2nd. So the Day of the Dead actually originated in Mexico and now is celebrated all throughout Latin America and now honestly in the States as well, right? We're all getting used to it and we're getting into the groove and you can see a lot of the celebrations and decor and things like that even here in America. This holiday actually stems back from 25 to 3 thousand years ago. That is mind-blowing. And it actually is said to have roots in the Aztecs. Wow. It used to be celebrated in August for the whole entire month. And I'm telling you what, I know the Day of the Dead is technically only two days, but you know what? I've been celebrating it freaking all of October. Like I just could not even wait. Okay. And it's actually a Catholic Christian ritual holiday, right? Intermixed with with folk culture. Day of the Dead is not the Mexican version of Halloween. It's quite the opposite. Day of the Dead is all about celebrating the life of the person that has passed on or persons, your whole family. You can celebrate it. It's a time to be joyous. It's a time to remember their life and to honor them. And it's actually quite beautiful. Now, in this celebration, they really want you to go all out for your loved one. Think about it. They are making an incredible journey from heaven to back home to be with you. So there are some things, right, that have been traditions that can really help them feel a little bit more at home. So we're going to go over some of those right now. The very first one are marigolds. So marigolds are beautiful, bright colors, right? Like those orange marigolds. And they use that because they're like, hey, they're bright, they're beautiful, and that color draws the spirit back home. And they also say that the scent of the marigolds also draws them back to their home. So when you have marigolds up and around your house, you're attracting those souls that have passed on, that you love and you adore, back 
home. They also talk about monarchs of monarch butterflies. And the tradition goes that these butterflies are actually your loved ones. And they take form of the butterfly as they fly back home. Absolutely love it. Ran into a woman who celebrated um, the Day of the Dead, and she said that they had um, monarch butterflies above their door, you know, welcoming in, you know, their loved ones into the home. You also have heard of sugar skulls, also known as calavera and these are beautiful skulls that you can make in honor of your loved ones you can make you can paint them if you like and it symbolizes them and just so you know like the skulls and how you paint them and stuff like that it really represents how we're not supposed to fear death we can accept it we can respect it but we don't have to Fear it, right? It can be something almost like beautiful because it's almost some, it's not almost something. It is something that we're all going to go through. So I absolutely love that. And then there's also Pan de Muerto, which is Day of the Dead bread that they also make. And they also make papel picato, which is this um, paper that you can have hanging around your house and things like that. But the Day of the Dead is all about the ofrenda also known as the altar. So you have to create an altar, or you don't have to, right? But it's all about the ofrenda because the ofrenda is going to be your table, your space, whatever it is that you choose to honor your loved one. Now you can choose to honor this one loved one or all of your loved ones, you know, like a family one, and get this. You can even honor celebrities or people that you didn't even know. All right, so let's talk about the ofrenda. I will post a picture of my ofrenda inside of the Rise Into Your Power group. The ofrenda can be however you want, but just remember that it is supposed to be honoring their life, not their passing, okay? So you can have it be three tiers if you want. I actually do have a couple of tiers on mine as well. It looks super duper cool, and that can represent the underworld, the living, and heaven. I just love this. I love the symbolism in the Day of the Dead. And then you're supposed to have, if you can, the four elements, water, earth, fire, and air. The paper that we talked about, the papel picado, that represents the air. Then you have earth, and that is the food of your past loved one, the ones that they love to eat. So right now, for example, I have Andy's mints in my mom's coffee cup because my grandma loved Andy's mints. And then I have my mom's coffee cup on the ofrenda because on the ofrenda, you can have anything that you want that represents their lo your loved one that is going to make them feel more at home. Their favorite foods, their favorite drinks. You can have things they gave you, things that belong to them, whatever you think is going to make them feel a little bit more at home and then you can incorporate the three tiers or the four elements so for example you can have some water on the ofrenda right because your past loved one has journeyed all the way from heaven to see you so they're probably thirsty you know in some cultures in mexico or some places what they do is they actually put the water also outside you know because they want them to have a drink because of their journey especially if they're coming in as a butterfly right so just something fun for you to think about and then the food right is going to be the earth the fire is going to be the candles isn't that beautiful? Oh my gosh, I absolutely freaking love it. And so you can have pictures of their life on there. And what I did specifically was I chose 
pictures of my loved ones that I haven't always seen. Like there was a picture of my mom bowling and I'm like, oh my God, she looks like such a badass in this picture. So I have to include it. And there is one of her with us when we were really little, maybe only four of us kids, but that was a really awesome, a picture of my grandmother when she was young. And this is a reason why I believe that everyone should celebrate the day of the dead because it honors your loved one. You're not focused on the past. You're not focused on their death. You're not focused on the fact they're not here with you right now. You are focusing on the life that they lived, the funny moments, the little baby moments. So when you're going through pictures to put on your altar, you are going to look and remember and see like, oh my gosh, do you remember when that happened? When this happened? Definitely triggering. You might cry a little bit, but you have to get yourself back into that space. Like, hey, it is not a time to grieve. It is not a time of to mourn. It is a time to celebrate them, to remember them in all of their funny, goofy, or crazy freaking ways. And another reason why everyone should celebrate this, and this is something that you're not going to read, but when you go through those pictures, if you're anything like me, what you're going to realize is, yes, I lost a lot of people. There are a lot of people on the other side that I miss, that I adore, and whom I love. But also going through some of these pictures, it made me realize how many people I still have here. It made me appreciate a lot of them. I was like, wow, man, I still have all my siblings, and I still have, you know, two aunts and uncles. And you just start thinking about this, and you're looking at these pictures, and you're like, wow, some of these pictures, I'm in... I'm actually with people who are still alive, and it makes you appreciate them more, too. Back to the ofrenda. It is so much fun. So it can be as big or as little as you want it to be. And it can be as personal as you want it to be. It can be as fun as you want it to be. You can have, like I said, like the pictures, their handwriting if you want. You can, you know, put things that used to belong to them on this ofrenda. It'll help them, you know, come forward now. You don't absolutely have to do the altar. You can also do a picnic at their gravesite. So you can go ahead and spruce up their gravesite if they are buried, and you can go and eat there. They do that all the time in Mexico and stuff like that. They eat right there in the, at the gravesite with their past loved one bring the family, make a whole day out of it, and they just bring the food and they have a blast. If your loved one is cremated, then you know what you can do? You can spruce up their urn, maybe move it over a little bit, maybe put a cute little charm on it, maybe even put the urn on the ofrenda if you have it. One thing I was going to do before I realized I have a lot of past loved ones was I was actually going to make a place for them at my table, or at least one. So that's something that you could do as well, is that you can have a chair and you can have a placemat, and then you can just put some of the things that they love to eat or drink and that kind of thing on the placemat. It can be really simple if you want. Maybe you want to put a marigold there. Maybe you want to put like a cardboard cutout of a freaking butterfly. You know, whatever it is. On your nightstand, you can do it as well. Put a couple of their pictures. I honestly wouldn't have it in my bedroom. I would definitely have it in another area of the house just because subconsciously you might be picking up on the energy and it could make you sad while you're sleeping. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but our subconscious works in crazy ways. Okay, so a couple of tips and tricks and some really cool things that you can do to really make this holiday amazing is clean your home to prepare for them. Oh my gosh, like what in the world would your grandmother say or your mother say or whoever say if they saw your kitchen the way it was? 
right? So clean it up and make it beautiful for them. Like, seriously, maybe you haven't seen them in a while, or maybe you're really excited that they're coming, right? So pick up things and make it beautiful. Who knows? Maybe your mom always loved the couch in a certain place or the chair in a certain place. Maybe you should put it that way. Or maybe they always love daisies or daffodils. Maybe you can get some of those. I know that marigolds are supposed to be for Day of the Dead, but man, if they love a certain flower, pick out that flower. You know, I have my mom's Starbucks cup on my ofrenda, right? I have the Andy's mints, like I told you. I have a deck of Oracle cards I gave my Aunt Judy. I have a couple of the gifts that she gave me all over my table. So look around your house. Think about things that they gave you, things that they loved, you know, and also think about the day of how you can celebrate with them. So maybe you can make some of that Day of the Dead bread, or maybe you can go ahead and order or make their favorite foods and then put it on the altar or put it on the table with you along with their favorite drinks. You know that on November 2nd, I'm having some Starbucks because my mama loves freaking Starbucks. You know what I should probably do too? Have a little Debbie because my grandma loved little Debbies. And I've been really getting into her Andy's mints that have been on the ofrenda. Thank goodness I bought a lot because I've been eating them. So I got to fill those up and make her a little bit happy. All right. Another thing that people do that might be really cute for you to try is you take the marigolds and you take some petals and then you sprinkle it from your front door to the ofrenda so they can, you know, find their way. All right. You can also get the kids involved with this as well. And they can make sugar skulls where they can actually eat the sugar skulls. I will be putting some recipes for these into the Rise into Power group on Facebook. So definitely look there because this is something fun. You can also paint these sugar skulls. So me and my husband did it and we watched the Disney movie Coco. So if you haven't seen Coco, it is a Disney animated movie all about Day of the Dead. And we got our paints out and we painted skulls in honor of our loved ones. So this is something fun for like the whole entire family. Get out the paints or the markers or whatever and watch Coco while you do it. And it would be so much fun. All right. Some things that you should also know. All right. I did not know this. And I don't think you're going to get in trouble or anything like that. But many do not like, and they find it disrespectful, if you dress up for Day of the Dead on Halloween. So the way that I have seen it, read about it, researched it, is that they're trying to separate Day of the Dead from Halloween. Because they are two separate, 180 degrees opposite traditions and holidays. And this is actually coming from resources of people who worked on that movie, Coco. And the producers and everyone who read it, wrote it and things like that, they were trying to make sure that that movie accurately portrayed Day of the Dead. In fact, Day of the Dead is November 2nd. And you know what Halloween is, October 31st, right? So they did not launch it before Day of the Dead. I mean, yeah, before Day of the Dead because they didn't want, you know, people who were into Halloween to get it confused or to think that it was Halloween-y. So they actually released it after Day of the Dead on November 22nd. I thought that was kind of crazy. And they don't like it either when you incorporate the two. And I don't no, but this is so crazy, but I didn't know that they didn't like incorporating the two, but I had already made a plan in my mind and in my head that I was going to separate them. So the outside of my house is very like Halloween-y. 
but the inside is more like Day of the Dead. Isn't that really freaking crazy? So I was keeping them separate. So if you like both ideas and want to celebrate both holidays, you totally can. But you can also just keep them a little bit separate. Like, for example, I have like my Day of the Dead um, ofrenda, right, in like my eating kitchen area, if you will. And then in my kitchen, I have like the sugar skull, you know, paper towels, you know, things like that. So that's totally separate. And then my Halloween stuff is mostly outside. And there's like one or two pieces in my Fourier. All right, so you can also do songs for your loved ones. Isn't that amazing? So if you love the movie Coco or whatever it is, or if your loved one loved music, then you can play their favorite music on November 2nd. Or you know what? You can play it before then, okay? There are no rules. It's not like, you know, your past loved one's going to be like, hey, you played it too early. No, get in the freaking spirit right now. Start trying to celebrate it now. I think this is such good energy because I have been remembering things about my family members. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh, what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? And it's really funny because my husband's family came over and then we were going through all the pictures and then trying to get all of his grandparents on there and all of his aunts and uncles that have passed away. And it's like, wow, it really has you respecting to where you came from, you know, your aunt ancestors. And if you know me at all, you know I'm going to say this too. It also reminds you that you have people on the other side, whether or not you were close to them or you remember them, it doesn't matter. They are rooting for you. They are rooting for you in this life to freaking go for it, to embrace your fears, to push back any challenges. They are on your side. They are here to help you. And this holiday helps you remember that. It helps you see that you are not alone. It helps you feel that they are still around you and they are with you and they are helping you and they are guiding you. And guess what? You miss them, but they miss you just as much, okay? And a way that they love, love, love to be with you is to help you So you have to ask them for help. You have to talk with them, you know, and believe me, even though that you can't hear them, they can hear you. Okay. And a lot of times when you are thinking of them, it is not just because you're thinking of them. It's because you are feeling their energy around you because they are near you and you're picking that up subconsciously. And so when you start to celebrate this holiday, it's like, All the time, you're going to feel like, yes, they're around me. I can feel it. And guess what? I'm anticipating, you know, November 1st and November 2nd because I can't wait to feel close to them again. And you're going to feel close to them, no matter if you're a psychic or a medium and things like that, because you are going to be emerged in their essence. Because you're going to be eating foods that they loved and you're going to be, you know, drinking things they used to drink and you're going to be seeing pictures of them and you're going to have fond memories and maybe you're going to be talking with your family about, oh my God, do you remember when this happened? Oh my gosh, do you remember when that happened? And side note, you know what else that's going to do? That is going to raise your vibration and also your past loved one's vibration too. Believe me, that main thing that spirits want on the other side is to have looked back on their life on earth and and see that they left the earth with more love 
than it was before they were there. Every single spirit, that is like their number one thing. And so when they see you happy and high vibrating and feeling like closer to them and remembering them and like some good things about them and stuff like that, that is going to help them accomplish their goal. And then also, you're going to feel a lot better. It's a total freaking win-win. In fact, I cannot wait to see your ofrendas, your altars. I want to see it all. I think this is going to be so much fun. I am so happy that you're here on this journey with me. And I am going to post the pictures of my ofrenda inside the Rise Into Your Power group. I can't, like I said, I can't wait to see yours. Let me know how it goes. Email to me if you're on social media. If you're on social media, spiritual underscore Heather Danielle on Instagram. I want to see them. Let me know how it goes. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. Wednesday.